and welcome to my top 10 coffees of 2011. Need a snappier title than that, I think. Basically, so what I'm going to do is go through what have been my favourite coffees of 2011. Um, there's a few rules I've changed from last year, so there's a lot of coffees. I, th I think, for instance, Bolivia. I think, for instance, El Salvador. Uh, Nicaragua. I could probably fill the top 10 up with those because we really have done some great coffees from there this year. Um, and I didn't want it to be all the same. I wanted it to challenge me a little bit. So what I've done is a top 10 coffees of 2011, but I can only choose in the top 10 a country once. So I can't, for instance, have Loaiza at number two and Machica Marker at number five because they're both from Bolivia. So I have to choose one from a country, which has made it tougher but also made it more fun because it put a couple of coffees in there I really think should be in the top 10 because they have been exceptional coffees. Um, but, yeah. So anyway, let's get into there. So before I talk about what is in the top 10, I'd like to talk about what I've missed out. And, and kind of ones I've missed out are... I haven't put any blends in. Uh, the reason I haven't put any blends in, I don't think it's really about blends this top 10. It's about individual coffees from individual places. So I've focused very much on single origin uh, coffees. Um, no Indonesians. And I think we've done really well at Indonesia this year. Anybody who's tried our Colossi and anybody who's tried the, um, uh, the Gaon, the Gaon Mountains double pick, will see that we, we have really done a nice job there. And it's just, you know, it's it's it doesn't make it in there. Um, so, yeah, no, no, no Sumatran. No Honduras. Um, the Santa Marta, I loved and probably would be in there if we'd had more of it, but we didn't have a lot of it, and, and, and so I haven't really played with it as much as I would like. Um, anyway, oh, that was the other shock one that kind of surprised me a lot, was when I kind of sat down to do it, was Kenya. Um, turn the volume off on that. Um, no Kenyas, and I love Kenya. And I don't know whether it's I'm beginning to appreciate other things more. Because I, I, I truly believe the Kenyans we've had this year have been the best we've ever had. Uh, all four of them, distinctly different, distinctly uh, challenging and interesting and more provenance than we've ever been able to find on our Kenyans before. But they didn't make it in. So, and this is one of the, the, the first one at number 10. Um, this is one of the main reasons why it didn't make it in, I think. Uh, I chose Malawi. Malawi this year we've done Vipia and Mazimba and Maxwell Monthali. The one I've gone for is the Maxwell Monthali. Um, I enjoyed this coffee very, very much. Um, I, I remember when we first, first cupped them and it was one of those stop in the track moments. So cupped it, went, wow, this is interesting. Uh, and just was desperate to share it with people. Um, this year we haven't had quite, we had more of the Vipia and the Mazimba. Vipia we had last year, Mazimba and Maxwell Monthali the first time this year. Uh, but the Vipia we had a lot, lot more of, which was great. The other two uh, were, were toes in the water, but particularly the Maxwell Monthali for me was, was one of my highlights and one I enjoyed very, very much. Um, so yeah, there's my number 10. Number 9. <sighs> This is another reason why places like Sumatra and Kenya and um, Honduras haven't made it in there. And this was three coffees, two which you saw, one which was used in a blend from Mexico. Now, I am not 
purporting to be a lover of Mexican coffees. In fact, everything I've ever cupped from that country has disappointed me immensely. And then all of a sudden, three came along that blew me away. And I mean really blew me away. Super, super coffees. Um, we had the El Cuatero, and then this one, which was the La Yerba, which was a natural. So the Cuatero was a washed coffee. This was a natural. And... Just, I think it caught everybody off guard. I, I, I had lots of emails back from people about this one saying that they'd never tried Mexican and they always thought it was a bit naff and somewhere that they, they wouldn't like to, to, to try coffee from. But everybody who had it loved it. I wish we'd bought a bucket load more of this coffee. Um, it'd be interesting to see where it goes next year, what happens. I think Mexico is a really interesting country as well. Lots going on in Mexico. This year they're going to have their first ever Cup of Excellence competition. Um, which I think can only help uh, raise the, the profile, the quality, um, and the quality discovery of, of Mexico. I think we're going to be seeing lots and lots of great Mexicans in the next three, four years. Um, and it was really great to be on the, on the, 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 the start of that curve, uh, the start of that curve changing um, to, to, for the better. And, and three great examples. But definitely La Yerba, for me, was a real highlight of the year. Um, and I'm very, very pleased with that coffee. So, moving on, um, and number eight, I went for an old favourite. Um, a lot of African, kind of like with, with Malawi, um, and, and, and this one, Ethiopian. Uh, Ethiopia, we had an awesome, and I don't just mean good, an awesome Yergachev back in March, April, that we had for around about three weeks. Never made it onto an in my mug. Uh, we bought... I think it was 11 bags of it, and it flew out the door quicker than a flying thing on a flying day. Um, absolutely shot through. We also just recently have added the Barinia, which is the Ethiopian Sadamo, which, yeah, it is, is amazing, grade one, Ethiopian washed. Um, we, have, uh, we had the Hurrah Golden Bean, which went very, very well. Very rare, unique lot. Um, um, and also we had Ogawa, which was another great natural coffee, uh, which went very, very well. Um, and also, we've got one coming up in the new year, which is going to make you change your opinion on, on, on Ethiopian coffee f forever. You will, you will fall in love with natural Ethiopians. Um, but the one I chose at number eight was Shikizu. Now, Shikizu is a region in, in um, uh, the south of... Uh, I'm, I'm thinking Yergachev. Oh, mine's gone blank. Is it Yergachev or Sadamo? South of Yergachev. South of Yergachev. And this coffee it was a big lot. Uh, there were a lot of big roasters all around Europe that got this coffee. And normally that would put me off buying a lot like this because if it's everywhere, it's very difficult to tell the story. It's hard enough with a co-op coffee anyway. Um, but this one was something special. Um, real fruit, like boozing of strawberries, that whole kind of perfect natural, and I mean perfect natural, um, a joy to work with, a coffee geek's coffee, I think, um, and that's not a bad thing, you know, these geeky coffees we get excited about. Most people will be challenged by them, um, but I think the geek side of us really enjoy these uh, uh, different coffees. was not a cheap coffee, um, was something that uh, I think we had for around about four or five months. So we bought, we bought a lot of this coffee. I mean, we, we had well over 70 bags of this coffee. 
which is a lot for us for a, for, 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 for a coffee like this. But exceptional. I think everybody's enjoyed it. Uh, it ran out just before Christmas, so it's another good reason to put it in there. Because this isn't about promoting coffees um, that you know uh, we want to sell. Uh, I mean, La Yerba's gone, Monthali's gone, uh, Shikizu's gone. So I've done well so far that I've got three coffees in my top first top ten that we don't have anymore. But I think it was an exceptional cup. Uh, really, really uh, great to have. So. Moving on to number seven. Um, number seven I, it would normally be higher, I think. And I think that shows what a great year we've had, um, but that, this, that, that this country is uh, not as high up as you would imagine. But I've gone for Brazil in number seven. And when I look back at Brazil this year, I look at Terramata, I look at uh, Floresta, uh, uh, Aranquan, uh, I'm looking at my list to remind me, Cachoeira, uh, Paraguazinho, uh, Inglaterra, uh, just amazing coffees, like stunners. But for me, at number seven for this year, I think it has to be Sao Judas. Um, Brazil Sao Judas is a farm that we found four years ago. Um, a sample table, cooked it, loved it, bought the lot. Um, went out to Brazil that year. Went to the Cup of Excellence Awards evening, watched the awards get given out. What gets given number one was Sao Judas. This was the, the second year we stopped it. And it was just like, okay, this coffee's good. Uh, got out to go and see, uh, see the guys out there. A beautiful farm, like a model farm, actually. Um, and, and, and very close to farms that we were buying from. So it's in Piata. So like next door, we'd got Sol Nascente, which was a killer coffee, which unfortunately we won't see this year. Um, which makes me very, very sad. And that's another one that could have quite easily broke into there. Um, but for me, Sao Judas is a staple Brazil. It's a great single estate Brazil. It's lovely on its own. You can make a brewed coffee of it. You can make espresso of it, and it will be delicious. Um, but it also brings so much to blends. Like, it is beautiful to blend with. It's so easy. Um, it gives you instant sweetness, instant, like, body presence, mouthfeel, and then you just build things on top of it. A great, great coffee. Uh, very much hoping we can get that again this year. Another coffee that we don't have. So, so far, four coffees, not one that we have in stock. How good am I? But I have one now at number six. Uh, one that is in stock, one that we've bought for a very long time now. Um, it's from Guatemala. And Guatemala is somewhere that I vowed for 2012 I want to do better at. Um, I don't think I've, like, we have this coffee, and we have some of this around it, so we've got, like, Tecumburu and the El Polo lots from Tecumburu, uh, but they're big farms, and a few roasters have those ones, and San Julian, which was the Cup of Excellence one we had, which was amazing, but again, we can't get the year after. I've never managed to build a, a, a stronger relationship than I have with El Bosque, which is number six, by the way. Um, but I've never managed to do it with anybody else. It's really weird. Uh, I don't understand why, and I would like to do it much, much better. But El Bosque is a farm in Amatitalan. It's a uh, very big farm, uh, like lots of the farms in Guatemala. They produce a Bourbon Catura mix, which uh, they pick, because it's all the plants are mixing in together. But they have one part of the farm, which is around about 50 bags, which is just Bourbon. 
um, and we are the only people in the world to have this coffee uh, that is just the Bourbon. And they also do us a special lot, which is the Yellow Bourbon every year, uh, where they give us 60 kilos of the Yellow Bourbon they handpick um, and, and just do it specially for me, which is very, very kind of them. Um, but yeah, El Bosque has uh, been around now for five, six years with us. Um, was used in a uh, World Barista Championship finals. Uh, Stephen Morrissey uh, used it in 2008 in Copenhagen. Um, it, just a great coffee with a great pedigree and uh, very, very proud to offer it. So, number six is El Bosque. So, at number five... Something that wasn't in my top ten last year, I didn't have a coffee from Costa Rica last year, and this was one of my 2010 resolutions, was to make Costa Rica better. Um, and when I, think, did, when I look back and I go, did we make Costa Rica better by visiting this year? Well, the year before, we had just Licho, which narrowly, narrowly missed out on the top ten, I seem to remember. Um, but this year, we got Zakero, we got uh, Herbazoo Honey, we got Don Mayo, which Don Mayo was very, very close to being. It, it, they were all very, very close, but Don Mayo was very close, as was Perla Negra. Perla Negra was a killer natural coffee, a coffee that we still have. And if you've not tried, if you're looking for a coffee that you've not tried from us, something interesting, something good, something that's going to be uh, different, Perla Negra is a, an amazing coffee. Um, we did an In My Mug on it, and... It's actually grown on me more um, since then. I, I really like the Pearl Negra. Super expensive, but it deserves to be. Um, we had the Zamora. So we had the Zamora honey and the Zamora um, fully washed. But my choice at number six... Uh, is it number six? Number five, sorry. Um, Costa Rica Finca de Licho. I loved Licho. I always, always loved Licho. We bought Licho, first of all, in 2007 in a cup of excellence lot. Um, then... Uh, 2008, our brokers brought it in. 2009, we couldn't buy it because our brokers sold it to somebody different, our importers, and, and it left me really disappointed on this coffee. So last year, I went out to Costa... Oh, actually, still this year, because it was like January, February time. I went out and I bought this coffee uh, direct from the farm, but not before I'd tasted 30 different days' pickings, uh, cooked them blind mixed on lots of other tables. Every time Licho came up was one of my favourites, but the lot that we had was my favourite by a long stick. Um, a delicious coffee. It is the most distinct raspberry flavour I've ever found in a coffee. Uh, it has a beautiful acidity, but it has a lovely sticky sweetness with it that those Costa Ricans tend to bring along um, that make it really work in espresso. Uh, Licho is a standout, amazing farm, doing amazing quality. Um, and it's great that it's a direct trade now as well. It's great that we, that relationship nearly broke down and this year it didn't. Uh, you know, we fixed it. We made it better. Um, a great coffee. And, I, and, and I, know, I know you guys liked it because it sold out in no time at all. Um, another one that we don't have. So, so far we've had five coffees um, and uh, six coffees even, isn't it? Yeah, six coffees and we have one in stock. I'm doing a really good promotional video here. Um, Oh, yes, yes. Number four, again. I remember the conversation I had with myself last year, and, there was, and, and I, I did do a... I'm going to do a blog post on this, but the things I wanted to make better, were things I wanted to do better this year, and there were lots of places, but Costa Rica was one of them. Um, 
Africa in general was one of them. And I think the fact that we have like, two Africans in the top ten, and I don't think we did last year, shows we've done those better. Um, but yeah, this one was Colombia. And Colombia has been... It's a challenging place for a small roaster like me to buy from. problem with Colombia is that you have the federation. Um, there aren't your normal places to go to to get the help. So, like, for instance, in Costa Rica, I went to Exclusive Coffees, which are an exporters. They really helped us. I went in Bolivia. I went to our exports in Bolivia, and they really helped us. And in Colombia, I just went, oh, hello. Um, so all of our coffees last year were bought through brokers for Colombia. But because I went out there again this year, and people say to me like, about going on the trips. We go, I go on trips all around the world all the time, and people say, oh, it must be lovely. And it, it is. It's great. It's not always nice. Sometimes you sleep in places you wouldn't rather sleep in, and, and I do get sick a lot on them because I'm, I'm very weak and feeble. Um, and, and, and it's very tiring. I mean, I, I do so much in the time that I'm out there. Um, but the trip this year to Colombia really helped me cement this relationship. Um, so we had uh, the Heliconis, which I'm, I'm, I'm sure you remember, which was from Santorio. We had uh, San Antonio, which was a great coffee. And we've still got that one. And, and that, has been, that has been a real, a real big coffee. I, I'm very pleased with that one. We also had uh, Gatania, which, which is good. I don't, I, th I don't think he's as good as San Antonio. And, and, and it's just a different kind of coffee. But for an espresso base, I think San Antonio is amazing. Um, but the one I've got at number four is the Tipica Merido. Uh, this is another one from um, uh, Santorio, uh, owned by, uh, what's his name? Oh, I hate it when my mind goes blank. Oh, I can picture him. Okay, oh. Carmelo. Hey, I got it. I knew if I pause long enough and look idiot enough. Uh, Carmelo. Um, did a great job, does a great job with this coffee, sells it to some of the, uh, the, the, the world's best roasters, not just like the country's best roasters, the, 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 like, you know, or in the UK or whatever, the world's best roasters. We're so lucky to be working with him with these coffees. Uh, well, we know, but yeah, they, they, we are going to be seeing these coffees again in the new year. Uh, we've got um, a very, very special lot from there as well, which I know you're going to adore and enjoy. Uh, but Colombia... Trust me, 2012, and certainly the beginning of 2012, so I'm talking February, Colombia's going to be alive on our site, and, and I'm very excited about all of the coffees we're bringing in. Took a big gamble. We've bought a lot of coffee from there, um, some big lots, but I know, I know you're going to love these coffees. I really, really do. So, um, but yeah, so my number four is the Santorio Tipica Mirador, um, and, and an amazing coffee. At number three, now we get to the business end. Um, another coffee that I found through Cup of Excellence, uh, 2008, 2007, 2008. I knew the guy who owned the farm a lot before. It's from Nicaragua. Nicaragua was the first country that I ever visited as, as a coffee buyer. Um, and I met this guy. Um, and I, this farm is consistently good. Um, it is, it's, it's a super farm, they do a super job. But the coffees that didn't quite make it in, I should really talk about first. So, uh, Limoncello, I love Limoncello. It is a beautiful coffee. And you know we were talking earlier about blenders. This one is a real blender. This one blends. It is a coffee roaster's dream because you can stick it with anything. 
and it just gives you this superb base to build on. I, I cannot wait for Limoncillo to come back in next year. Cannot wait. Um, another one where the relationship fell down on, and we built it by doing direct trade with them this year. But uh, we also did Escondida for the first time, which I tell you, it's a hair's breadth between all, all four of these coffees, so, uh, Limoncillo, Escondida, Milagros, and, and the, the number four. It was a hair's breadth between them. But I went for Limoncillo Pacamara, uh, the naturally processed coffee from, from Nicaragua, from Limoncillo, uh, Pacamara varietal, uh, a coffee that I think shocked a lot of people at the beginning of the year, and shocked them because Nicaragua doesn't necessarily have the best reputation for coffee. It uh, doesn't necessarily have the, you know, the, the bells and whistles of El Salvador or Guatemala or you know, Brazil or Colombia. It's kind of somewhere that does good coffee, but it's difficult to find them. I'm so proud of our Nicaragua lots this year. Um, in two weeks tomorrow, I fly out to El Salvador for the first part of the week, but then Nicaragua for, for the second part, and this is my third time going back to Nicaragua, and I'm really hoping that, because um, last year it was all done a bit on the hoof. We had to make some quick decisions and find some quick money uh, to make sure we could pay for it. I'm hoping that this year we can... Um, we can be a bit more organised with it and we can find some more interesting lots. But Nicaragua, Pacamara, Natural from Limoncillo was, for me, yeah, yeah, just super, super special. <sighs> Talking about places we do a good work. In number two, are you with me yet? Do you know what's number one, number two? Do you know the order? Uh, number two, Bolivia. And this was so so difficult i think it'll become clear why when i get to the end but but yeah number two was bolivia and bolivia this year um throw a ball in the air let me knock it out of the park because i think bolivia nobody touched us nobody could touch us with bolivia san ignacio san ignacio was a legendary coffee like caught everybody by surprise was a great price was a great coffee um didn't look particularly pretty as a green, but tasted amazing. But that one didn't make it to number two. Loaiza. Loaiza. I bought that lot, and I remember I didn't sleep for about three nights because it was so big. Like, for a small roast like us, it was huge. It was massive. We sold out four months ago, like, and we're still waiting for new crop to come. A, a crazy, crazy coffee. And a, a hair's breadth from beating... The, the, the one that's currently there um, that is going to be number two. Belinda. Belinda was the small micro lot that we had that uh, um, Keith... Uh, uh, Keith, what's, actually, what's your surname, Keith? Irish Brewers Cup champion, Keith... Oh, sorry, nice. Names come up somewhere on the screen. Um, Keith went and won the Brewers Cup using this coffee, um, with a great story behind it. I remember watching him do it and watching his performance and feeling incredibly emotional that somebody had, like our coffees had touched somebody in that way that they wanted to do that presentation. That was amazing. And I adored this coffee. I mean, this, this was the one that nearly got away, but came to me at the last minute. And if you don't want to talk about it, go, watch him, go and watch the In My Mug on, on, on Belinda when I did it, because it was, it was it, we should never have had that coffee. We were really lucky that we did. Um, but the one, that win, the one that's going to win this year, uh, win. Win the prize of being the second my, in my top ten, number two. Back to Camarca. 
Uh, a solid coffee every year is always in my top three. Uh, will be my top three all-time coffees ever, without a doubt. Um, and, and, and this isn't just about how they taste. This is, that's one thing I should have said at the start, actually. This isn't just about cupping scores. This is about the relationship I have with the coffee, the relationship I have with the producer, the way that it tasted, um, the, the way that it's defined has been. So it's not just about uh, one element. There's lots of elements here when I'm talking about this coffee. So, um, but yeah, yeah, Magica Marka, uh, going to visit the family... 18 months ago and spending the time on the farm and just the reaction to people I, I don't know anybody that doesn't love this coffee like it is just such a crowd pleaser it is it's that popular guy at the party who you want to be I, I just love this coffee because it, everybody likes it everybody thinks it's great um, and defining for us as a company god is it ever you know that it really does define us as a, com as a company so number two Number one, I'm sure you know what number one is, El Salvador. El Salvador, again, I, I don't think it's any surprise that number one, I visited this year. Number two, I visited twice in the past three years. Uh, Nicaragua, I visited, I'm visiting again this year, but it'd be my third time. Costa Rica, I went to this year. Colombia, I went to this year. These are all farms that we built very strong relationships. So when I think about El Salvador this year, I think of San Jose Red. Whoa! Whoa, what a coffee. If you haven't tried that coffee yet, you should really go try that coffee. San Jose Red is a stunner. Um, Elefante, like the tiniest bag in the world, 60 bag lot. And, and I can't believe how few people have tried Elefante. You must, must try it. We also had the orange, bourbon from, uh, orange and yellow Bourbon from San Jose, another stunner. Um, Alaska, Los Brumas, uh, Argentinas. Wow. Argentina wash this year is killer, like proper killer. Um, El Retiro, Nicholas Mountain, San Juan, San Rafael, La Fanny. Like this year, it almost felt like I was just doing El Salvador's and in my mug for like three months. It, it, we had so many amazing El Salvador's. And to choose from them, actually wasn't that difficult because yes, I love all of those coffees, but La Luzon this year for me, it's got to be the highlight. The, like, we, we agreed the deal in January, February, that we were going to buy all of the La Lujon from the farm. Um, borrow a little bit that goes to Viva Espresso in, in El Salvador, which, which I'll get to. Um, and then I got asked to roast some for the El Salvador Brista champion when I went across, and he won with using that. And then he went to the World Championships and asked us if we'd roast for the World Championships from as well. And of course, I was incredibly honoured. Um, and he went and won the World Brista Championship using La Lujon, which some people said, yeah, you know, it was. It was by the time it got to WBC, it was past crop. But this coffee is so amazing, and he's picked so late that it's stunning anyway. Um, we have a lot of this coffee. I mean, a lot of this coffee. But I'm really pleased that we have lots of it because it's a coffee that I just love working with. I love drinking myself. If we don't sell it, I'll drink it all myself. It's that delicious. Um, it is the most complex acidity. Fruit salad sweets is the descriptor I use for it. And it is. Uh, it, it's, it's a stunner. Tie that with the relationship we have with Ernesto. So I'm going out to El Salvador two weeks tomorrow and... 
Ernesto um, is going to be. St- I'm going to be stopping at his house for two days with his mother-in-law and his wife and his kids, and he's going to drive me around the farms, and we're going to spend a couple of days chatting with each other and having a really good time. Um, and we talk on email all of the time. He's just. He's a darling. He is one of the nicest men in coffee, and. Um, we are so lucky to buy from not just that farm, but Alaska and Losbury Mass as well. And I, I just see our relationship getting stronger and stronger. So tie it in with a nice guy that we've bought from for years, the coffee that I've always loved and has been in the top three. And we'll, would, would, again, would be in my top three with Matcha Kamaka of all time, without a doubt. Those two coffees, I don't know what would be the other one before you ask. Um, but yeah, and also tying it with the Barista Championships and just, just everything to go with it. I think it's, it's a great, great coffee and a definitely worthy number one uh, in our top ten. I don't know how long this has gone on for, but I'm sure it's a long time. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap up. Thank you very much. Um, hope you've enjoyed top ten. I, I'd love in the comments um, for you to put your top tens in um, and whether you agree or disagree with me on certain ones. Um, that would be really, really interesting. Um, so please, pop your comments in. And uh, is life too short for bad coffee on blog videos? I think so. See you soon.